0: This week on the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. The playoff games are stupid. I hate them. I hate them, Brody. Why? I won, why, finally. why even have a regular season? What I do like is that your dad assumed you were letting Sadie watch King Kong. <laughs> yeah, in your house.
1: It's probably like, yeah. It probably makes sense for your guys' house, but it's not going to happen in here. So that texture of vomit with mixed with milk is like oh. you just got to sell your house.
0: chink Nice. And put out. it right back in. Chink. Ooh, sounds the same. Should, Should it be a different ch- one? The- there you go. That's it. Kind of a reverse cut sh- noise. Sh- yep. Yeah, that's a one. Stay with that one. Okay. <laughs> cut the first cut and bring the second cut in. Yeah. Cut the cuts. Well, oh, welcome to the Brody and Mo In show season two, of the Game Stops here, Taylor Free Agency. Uh Brody. what's Hi. going on? Hi. Nothing. Just chilling, man. What are you up to? You got your mic stand set up right. Looks a lot better. Finally. Got it figured out. Finally. What a mess. Who's texting us? We got a we got a group text while we're on the podcast. Me? Oh, we this did guy. from from our Napa, Napa know how. Is it a is it a sponsorship finally? Oh, he's talking no, about the sun. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore it. He didn't give us any money. I don't care. He also talked
1: about algebra yesterday. I,
0: yeah, he did.
1: He did algebra. And that was smart. You know, I was actually impressed.
0: You know, but also confused. I thought I caught him. I thought I had him caught with that yeah. zero that was actually an O. Yeah. I think I bailed him out by telling him it was wrong and why it was wrong, <laughs> and then he was like, Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I did uh, that's uh, all Right. I went to ASU. <laughs> of course that's right. <laughs> Oh no.
1: I was impressed that he could remember that. I would just be like, yeah, the cons- computer's down. Then <laughs> we're just not gonna figure this out, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Just,
0: we don't are at business is closed. Yeah. I'm just sorry. Close
1: it. We can survive the pandemic. We cannot <laughs> survive simple algebraic equations. Nope. Close down this Napa. Is
0: where, this is where we draw the line, guys. I'm not I'm not writing this math formula.
1: Division? No, 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 no.
0: End Napa now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good run, guys. You really you thought you run. had it.
1: You thought you had it.
0: So, okay, no sponsorship from him. But from from what I understand, Brody, is uh we we hit the rich vein of us giving money to other people Dude. after our episode last week. I hear I hear that we've 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 kind of got an inroad with with where we were going with that.
1: Well, we do have an inroad, but we also it took on a very different form than what we originally planned, which I think is still open to. I'm still we're still open to, again, the Little League, T-ball, soccer. Like if you have something like that, let us know, email us or tweet us or something like that. Like we want to sponsor your group. But we also talked about the sponsorship of Mr. Phil Bashaw and his golf team in their pursuit of the championship. I'm not sure of what league, but they're in pursuit of the championship. They're in first place right now. And it looks like we're going to have some things rolling to where we can
0: sponsor them. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't sponsor a team that's not in first place. It has.
1: Well, I'm skeptical because as an Arizona fan, I've never been there, except for the Suns, which we're going to get there in a minute. So we want to talk to you about that one. But as a Wildcat fan, obviously we're not used to that. So, um. yeah I think we've got I think we got him and like he's got he's got some ideas and I think we're, we're, we're in good shape let me get on the phone machine here
0: now one of the one of the big problems I had with uh what I understand their terms and conditions are okay. is that we originally agreed to go up to a maximum amount of eight dollars and thirty five cents, right. That was my offer. That was it. From what I understand, the counter offer stands at a a whopping uh, unrealistic ten dollars. I know he he's playing hardball. I mean it,
1: it is it's it's one of those catch twenty twos. You've got a championship team that's in number one. if you're if you <laughs> want the number point. ones, you've got to pay. and I, I you know, do we go after the number ones and we fork over? the money you want Aaron Rodgers you have to pay I mean that's what it boils down to this is a this is a podcast about free agency Mo where have you been the past like month but it was it's pretty outrageous so we need to talk to some bankers
0: I mean I haven't thought about it that way but you're right you gotta keep the team together you don't dismantle the Tampa Bay Rays after you go well I mean you do
1: yeah sorry Tampa Bay Rays. fans Tampa Bay Bucks you mean or are you talking about the Rays?
0: I mean the Rays. Oh, the Rays too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They they dismantled their team after they won.
0: Anyways, yeah. the Bucks the Bucks actually held together.
1: Yeah, yeah. To their credit. Yeah, yeah. They they actually brought back pretty much everybody. But like the, he's got like he's like, hey, you want me to reach out to somebody about the flag goes on the golf cart or where do we go from here? So we've got to work on that. Um, okay. I think we may need to start a group email with Phil. Um, so I'll start that tomorrow. And okay. like he's talking shirts, and we've got like a lot of things moving parts here. So, Th-
0: this is beyond my wildest dreams. He, <laughs> where dreams may lie, this is where I am right now. I'm floating in a pool of ecstasy right now.
1: I don't even know what to ha- do with any of those ha- information. I'm
0: so happy with where this is going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, like he's like, he's asking for $10 absurd. Uh, I mean, I I Mm -hmm. had sticker shock, but he's talking t-shirts, golf flags. I mean, you pay, you know, what you pay premium price. You want premium product. I think we've got one here.
0: That's right. The
1: proverbial golf balls are in motion. So they're they're rolling towards the hole. So we just got to put it in. And I think that's what we're going to do right now. All right. So Phil, be in the lookout in your email when I decide to log on to my email. It's been a couple of days, so I should probably do that.
0: And it'll probably be a a good 20, 30 page contract. So Phil, probably set aside a couple hours during a (laughs) workday. Take a good review, a red line of that, get it back to me, close a business next week. Yeah. I'll have my people call your people. We'll set something up.
1: Yeah. And I'll probably lose my phone between then. So don't call (laughs) me. Just, I'm just saying, if you don't, get, if you don't get me, that's probably because I've lost my phone. So just <laughs> <laughs> move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Chelsea comes into the office.
0: Talk. To Speaking next. of contract negotiations, mm-hmm. uh, your beloved, your beloved, 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 no, C- yeah, Coyotes uh-huh. hockey team have have mutually agreed to part ways with one Rick Tocket.
1: Yeah. Um yeah they both it sounded like a very amicable split if you want to call it that um
0: do you do you believe that is the case like if you're a coach of any any franchise do you amicably say yeah go ahead I'm di- I don't want to do this anymore I think that <laughs>
1: There was probably—I mean, this—it happened so quick after the season that there had to have been a mutual understanding or something in his contract that said if you didn't meet specific benchmarks at at specific times, you know, we're going to split ways. Uh, so, I mean, I, I got to imagine that he probably saw it coming. The way that he responded, it—I mean, the coaching market is so fickle now. Like uh, in sports, you you very rarely see a coach that lasts. You know, Greg Popovich they don't laugh. They, they just don't happen. Uh, coach K's like those things just don't happen anymore in sports. So I think every head coach has a little bit of an idea that of what might be coming, that it's a possibility at any time. I mean, the team didn't have their greatest year. Um, I don't I you know, they they went out and they, they tried to get some pieces in free agency. They're going to be in a mega rebuild this year. Uh, they were hurt a lot. So I don't know how much of it you can contribute to talk it. I like him as a coach. I like him as a person. Um, I think he's going to land on his feet okay. But, uh, I mean, it was just a mutual parting of ways. They, you know, These ha- things happen in sports. We wish him the best of luck. Um, Bill, Bill Armstrong, the GM of the Coyotes, are going to end up, you know, he's going to want his own guy. Um, and that's, you know, and that's fair. So hopefully they can get the right... The right piece to the puzzle, and the Coyotes can right the ship. They're they're down a lot of draft picks from previous years. They're, um, you know, they're going to be a little thin, and they're in the minor league system. So hopefully they can they can turn it around. Maybe land somebody in free agency. Um, you know, use the very valuable draft picks that they have effectively. Uh, you got a nice young starting goaltender and darning darcy kemper you got a great defenseman in jacob chickran who i think is going to be an all-star um you know and very he's leading all defensemen in goals this year so i mean that, he's an offensive player young i think he's 22 23 you obviously got the man the myth the legend the hot dog eating man and phil kessel 20 goal scorer this year uh, mr
0: 900
1: mr 900 you know which is quite the accomplishment um so, I mean they do have some pieces, but you know, I think they probably are gonna make some heavy moves in the offseason to try and get some of those picks back, trying to get some of those other key players. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I think you're gonna lose Ronta in the expansion draft. I have a just have this hunch that he's gonna go to Seattle, um, which I'm fine with. He can't stay healthy. He's a great goaltender, he just can't stay healthy. Um, Oliver Eckman Larson looked awful this year. He looked terrible. So uh, I think we may need a part from him as well. But uh, you never know. You never know what's going to happen in the offseason. So, yeah, Rick Tockett, he did a great job here for what he had. But off to newer things. That's part of the sports business.
0: I, I read that there's a rumor that he might be in line to be this Seattle Kraken's first head coach. That and, he might be on the short list.
1: And that's a good list. John Tortorella out of uh, Columbus also just got axed after... T- handful of years. I can't remember now. Um, he's going to be head oh, okay. for sure at, at Seattle. He's a, <laughs> I like him. <laughs> he's a no nonsense, like shoot from the hip. He's going to sell tickets, you know? So I, I could see him being shortlisted too on that list. Um, so there's, there's going to be some, some coaches out there, but yeah, talking would be a good fit in Seattle as well. So.
0: Uh, so I just handed you the keys. You, you are Bill Armstrong. You're now the GM of the Coyotes. Would you, A, have parted ways with Tockett or kept him? And then, B, if you agree with the choice to, to amicably part ways, who, who now are you looking for as the next coach?
1: I would have kept Tockett, I think. I think I would have kept him at least another year. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's really hard to, and I'm glad that they let him finish the season. First of all, uh, I'm glad that he got to finish the season, finish what he started is a hard season for every pro sports team, uh, with closures and postponements. And I mean, they played the St. Louis blues, what seven times in a row, like there, this was a hard season. They had a ton of injuries, which happened every year, but certainly this year, you know, was more difficult. It felt like than others, you're playing with a ragtag group. You've got a guy in Michael Bunting who's only played a handful of games at the professional level who played outstanding. Um, so you're playing with guys that haven't played well, a lot together. Uh, you've got a lot of different things working against him. So I probably would have kept him for another year. Now, I understand why they got rid of him because when they brought in, when Alex Morello, the owner, brought in pre- the president, Xavier Gutierrez and Bill Armstrong, they're obviously cleaning house. House by getting rid of Aaron Cohen and um, John Chica Chica, the guy who anyways, uh, who kind of fudged the whole thing up for us. When he brought in new guys, obviously you have talk it, you wanted to keep him, but I think that they have a hunch that they're, they're just have this idea of cleaning house. So this was the opportunity to do it and start over. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that's, you know, talk it was a big reason we were able to get Phil Kessel, him and Kessel have a really strong relationship. So that'll be interesting to see if Kessel wants out too. Um, I, you know, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So they they have their eye on somebody. And it, so if I did get rid of talking, which I have said, I wouldn't, I would have liked to have kept him. I mean, now that Tortorella is r- available, I think I want him because I want him to like be the no nonsense guy. That's going to sell tickets. I don't think the going can afford him, but, uh, you know, I would love to have somebody like that. That's just like a big name in the coaching world, uh, knows how to win, it, people are going to tune in to hear what he has to say, uh, because he doesn't give a flip about what people think. So he's going to say how it is. And that always seems to have an attraction to people and fans, and especially f- sports fans, you know? Um, uh, I mean, Mike Leach has made a career out of that. <laughs> 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 but I, I would have liked Tortorella to come and, uh, you know, I think that would be a good fit, but, that that's me selfishly, but at the end of the day, the answer to your question is: I wish they would have kept talking at least another year, um, and then you would have kept him away from Seattle because you know I uh, he's going to be a, a short name too there as a good coach, and uh, you know can can do something with 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 what's given to him. He'd make a good fit in an expansion draft team, I think.
0: So, will Seattle then be? I don't really understand how divisions in hockey work that well. Will Seattle be in the Yotes division? Because if so, what you just said makes a lot of strategic sense.
1: I, I mean, I know we're going to keep, we're tra- you know, you can keep talking away from Seattle, but Seattle they're they're not going to be in the same division. Uh, they're going to go to the Pacific, and the Coyotes are going to move to the Central Division. So, I mean, I guess that that part doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But um, you know, I think talking would be a good fit there too. So, I, I I can see what you're saying. I think he might he might they're going to they're going to kick the tires around on Talkett for sure. And uh, and you know I hope he does go there. I hope he lands on his feet because I, I do think he he's a great, a really 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 good head coach. Um, but with Tortorella not, uh, you know, being he's going to be on the list, he's going to get some looks too.
0: You gave more hockey knowledge in that ten minute span than I will ever know in my whole <laughs> lifetime.
1: Still, I'm still learning the game. I'm still learning the game. Definitely guys out there that know more than me, but we, we got to learn somewhere, right?
0: I don't know that that's true. I don't think there's anyone who knows more about hockey than you. Oh, in the whole my world. gosh. That's false. Uh, pure, n- pure. N- I can guarantee though. you I've never heard anybody on an Arizona podcast talk about hockey as well as you do. <laughs>
1: Maybe there's <laughs> a reason. for
0: that. <laughs> yeah, the reason is you're the best one in the whole uh, state. Uh, yeah, they
1: it. need to come get me. So I've I've vented about hockey now, but there is a team mode that I'm going to pick your brain about. And I don't know how much you know, but you definitely know more than me. Our beloved Phoenix Suns, who have been through the roller coaster over the past few years, are just making waves across the league. In second place right now, they're going to go into the playoffs. They're not in a playoff game, which is great. I want to get your opinions on the playoff situation as well. But let's get to there in a minute.
0: Where do you see the Suns going? Is, is there a team that has had worse luck in a playoff draw than the Phoenix Suns have in my lifetime? Like, you go out, you get Chris Paul, you have the second best record in the NBA, and you're, number one, you're still going to be the number two seed in your own conference Sure. with that record, because yeah. Utah's ahead of you. yeah. But also, like your draw is going to be the the LeBron and now healthy Anthony Davis Lakers yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, what a what a horrible horrible way to luck into that draw. Mm. So, how how far can the Suns go? I think they're a better. I think they are a better team than the Lakers. I think their record proves that. I think that they the lakers have not looked awfully good. Yeah. Even since Anthony Davis came back, they can't seem to get in a groove. Yeah. Especially offensively. They got absolutely pasted by the clippers. Yeah. A few nights ago. Yeah. They just look completely out of sync. But if you like if you get LeBron on the floor and you get Anthony Davis on the floor together and you get them in LA, you are now playing 5 on 8 basketball. Because you're going to get every single call if you're the yeah. Lakers on that side of the ball. Sure. And that just harkens back. That's the way it always felt with the Kobe-led Lakers. That's the way it always felt when you were playing in San Antonio when you had Duncan mm. and you had Robert Ori and you had just all those teams that gave the Suns so many problems during those Nash-era mm, yeah. playoff runs. Right? Like It just feels like a new extension of that same thing. But do I think they can go deep? Yeah, absolutely. I think you get past that and you start looking at teams that are really evenly matched. And I think the Western Conference is the better conference right now. Sure. And I think that defense wins championships. And I think I heard that seven of the top 10 overall NBA defensive rated teams are in the Western Conference. The Suns being one of them. Okay. So you've got a team that can obviously, obviously play on the offensive side of the ball chris paul being the star of all of that which i was completely wrong about that yeah i remember thinking that was i think i said it that there was just sort of a dumb way to put people in seats and the guy is playing out of his mind he's having an mvp, MVP
1: chance mvp chance he's getting mvp and chance, and chance as in the well right. he should be yeah he should be when they gave up Ubre for him i was real nervous man I mean, because Uber is a shining young star, and I was like, oh, man, we're getting an aging point guard. I don't know, but God ah, dang, I was wrong about that, too. That was, he's playing out of his mind.
0: I've never seen Chris Paul miss a, a two-point jumper. He's never missed. He's shooting 100% from that part of the court.
1: Smart. He's just a smart player. Just a smart player. Anyways, keep going. What were you talking about? So can
0: can they go deep? You bet they can. But they're they're up against a, a stacked deck.
1: mm the, the X factor on this team always seems to be DeAndre Ayton, right? Like when he put, when he gets 12 rebounds a game, like this team is hard to beat, you know? Um, he doesn't need to score 20, 30 every game. Could he? Sure. But he doesn't need to. I mean, Booker going to do his thing. Chris Paul is going to do his thing. You got Jake Crowder that's doing his thing as well. But, and they're all playing really good basketball and playing really well together. But DeAndre has to be a force in the paint. If he gets um, Anthony Davis, he's going to have to be a force on him. Clean up the glass and play strong defense that's going to have to be his role and he's going to have to be okay with it.
0: I think they stack up with everybody. You just got to be able to get past that first that first line of defense there. Yep. And it it just sucks to draw that. Yeah. You don't want to draw the greatest player arguably in NBA history is the, your first, first round matchup. know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On a really solid team, you know, mm-hmm. with Anthony Davis like that yeah, yeah that's that's a tough draw.
0: But I yeah, I'm excited for him and the Caruso show. Dude, I love the Caruso. <laughs> he's a good Twitter follow. Hang out with that guy. Yeah,
1: is he the one? I haven't I haven't followed him yet.
0: He, uh, do you do you know much about Alex Caruso? A little
1: bit, but not much. Tell me about he him. He
0: just looks like a dude that you would accidentally run into at the supermarket with your grocery cart and not care about it. Like, dude, get out of the way, baldy! <laughs> and then he's just out here dunking on fools. <laughs> the man is incredible. All right, I'll have to. I'll, I'll give him the follow. He's got like a, a I was going to say Jason Williams effect to him. Jason Williams is more about like with the ball. He was yeah. good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Passing,
0: okay. like making ridiculous passes or whatever. But the Caruso, dude, he's he's a player that's above the rim. <laughs> the man's amazing. Yeah? All right. I'm <laughs> he's in. the real star of the Lakers
1: <laughs> team. LeBron who? It really just
0: makes me feel good about my hairline.
1: <laughs> if he can do it, you can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't I don't know enough about the NBA to say anything yeah. it sure seems like the Suns could go deep I, it seems I, like they've got all the pieces in place for the first time in a very very long time
1: well and I like that text we were just talking about earlier like you know they're just saying like how they watched they're watching a Suns game for the first time in a long time and I think we all are like I think we all want to watch them you know for the first time in good point. a long long time this team is good and they're going to the playoffs and they're competing against teams and beating teams and beating good teams and so um they're beating portland right now so i mean yeah they're a good team i'm excited to watch them in the playoffs i really am me too so and i haven't watched a whole lot of nba lately so it'll be exciting
0: the bubble really got me back into the nba
1: yeah because they did a good job with it they did a good job with the bubble but i want i want to get your input on this play-in bracket thing what do you think about that
0: I love I'm always about that. I understand the arguments against it. I also like the playoff game in baseball. Mm. I, I know that the argument is that it it dilutes the validity of the regular season. And I get that. What I what I really love is I saw a LeBron quote from like three years ago talking about how important and how great these play-in games were and how it really was an excellent idea and gave people a chance. And then now that the Lakers were on the bubble to be in it, he's like, whoever came up with this system needs to be shot. <laughs> yeah. Like those yeah. were side by side quotes. So even the people in the industry can't agree on whether it's yeah. a good idea or not. So bottom line at the end of the day, is it exciting? Do fans like watching it? I do. I liked I liked watching Archie Bradley hit a triple against the Rockies in a nine-eight baseball game at home <laughs> to go on to the playoffs. Yeah. Like I liked cool. that. Yeah. If it's your team and they lose in that playoff game, that sucks. It. Yeah. you hate it at that point. But when you win it, man, you really like that. Yeah. I I liked the hockey setup last year too, where kind of they were forced into it. Yeah. Where they had that little mini play-in series. Yeah. But like I watched the Yotes play that series and it was great. Yeah. And you felt like, hey, look at us. We beat Nashville. We're into something. We're doing cool. our stuff. Yeah. We want a playoff game. So it's got its ups and downs. I'm a fan of it. I think it's exciting. I'm, I am
1: conflicted as well. I think last year you could get away with it because of COVID, right? And because there was, uh, you know, you're talking about hockey, and and then the NBA had their uh, bubble with a play-in type of a situation in the playoffs because all of their seasons got cut short, so you can't really effectively like. That season, I don't think the Coyotes were going to the playoffs. I'll be honest with you. I really don't. They had yeah. to leapfrog some teams and there wasn't enough games left. Um, but so it's exciting that those kinds of teams that weren't mathematically eliminated because you can't technically say like, hey, you know, they weren't going to make it. The Suns were in a similar situation last year, right? They, they were really on that cusp. Um, I mean, they played awesome in the bubble, but they, you know, you they weren't mathematically eliminated. So, hey, it was going to give you a chance, give you a look. Same thing. Um, if you know those teams, some of those teams were already mathematically eliminated that you can kind of say that their season was kind of hypothetically already done. Uh, so I'm, I'm really conflicted on it because I think I honestly really think it does dilute a little bit of the, the, of the regular season. Um, I mean, it, it, it just goes to show like, Oh, we're going to give you one last chance to get in which in in the NBA is always we're going to get one more chance to get some more money out of our fans, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to have one more time to spend a little bit more. Let's get the Lakers to play a few more games because that's a big fan base, right? Um, More people to click and watch and those kinds of things. So you have that. I mean, I go back and forth with the baseball thing because Archie Bradley hitting that triple was like one of my favorite D-back memories, right? Like, I just think that's super cool. Uh, But they already play 162 games. Like, it, you yeah, can't it doesn't work so well in the like,
0: baseball model. Good like, point.
1: Like, you guys couldn't get this figured out in 162 games. Uh, we're going to play one more, you know, and and so it's we're going to call it the playoffs, but it's not the playoffs, but it's kind of playoffs. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily like the baseball one just because you have so many games. It's kind of the same thing with basketball. They have a bit long season, too. They're more, more what, 82 games? Um, even hockey, hockey <laughs> has a long season. So, uh, you know, I think I think you kind of have those, those those situations, and it, I think it really does dilute the regular season a lot. Um, mm. and, and I I don't I don't particularly care for it. I'm not a big like everybody gets a trophy situation. You know, situation. Unfortunately, there has to be losers, and so I think making it a plan just is one more thing to do. And you either make it in or you don't. I know COVID threw a f- uh, wrench into some of those plans and you know what? NBA probably needs to recoup some money. So we're going to do a play in thing. I get that, but I would like to see next year it go away.
0: Personally. You hit it on the head. It's all it, always follow the money. Follow That's the, it. I mean, follow you're right. The money.
1: These, you're right. All of those, all of those sports franchises, everybody lost money last year. Everybody lost money and probably lost a lot this year. Cause nobody, you know, a ton of stadiums didn't have, I mean, all of them didn't have full capacity fans in the stands, so they all lost money. Uh, you know, probably made money on on TV on TV revenues and whatnot, but still, he still lost a lot of money. So there you go.
0: You know what? I've changed my mind. You have your your eloquent arguments have swayed me. The playoff games are stupid. I hate them. I hate them, Brody. Why I won why, one finally? Why even have a regular season? Why even play the game? Why are we even doing this? It's so it's just about money. It's just corporate greed. It's just ExxonMobil out here running playing <laughs> games. Yeah, but but oh man, sports are fun. They're fun to watch. ExxonMobil, sponsor our podcast. You have money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I finally won one. Usually I'm the one that has to flip flop. <laughs> and you're you're the one coming on my team. Join the dark side. I feel like, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the name of the, sh- the guy? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, he's the American football coach that goes and coaches soccer. Uh, well, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I knew it was something Lasso. It's like, why y'all even do this? That's what I think <laughs> what? about with the series. Like, why y'all even do the regular season? Uh, you've played is, 182 is, is, games, but we need one more to it figure true. it out.
0: Is Ted Lasso a show you've watched? No, I have not. I've I've heard it's great. I read so much about Ted Lasso being a good show. And I am ashamed I haven't watched it. It's comedy. It's sports related. And it's got apparently some kind of like British and or European flair. All three of those things are in my wheelhouse. How have I not watched this?
1: I don't know. Okay, that's going to be our homework this week. Homework. Ted Lasso. Lasso. All
0: right.
1: I have one like one, two, three, four, five, six books for my doctor that I have to read. So between that, the homework Ted. for Ted Lasso comes first.
0: Speaking of new shows. Yes. What's uh what's 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 on the TV for Sadie nowadays?
1: So Coco Melon's still still there. Uh, not as much, still? but Co- Coco melon's still around, makes it makes it come around. Uh she likes a show called Little Angel, just kind of a Coco Melon-esque type of knockoff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and it's okay. Uh but she but Trash Truck just came out with a new season. Yeah, they did. So good for them. But Sadie will only watch the dinosaur one. She refuses to watch any other episodes.
0: See, I haven't gotten to the dinosaur one yet. Don't spo- good one. No, spoilers. no spoilers. No spoilers on the podcast.
1: But but it's a good one. But so I can handle trash truck. Like of all of them, that's my favorite. So I, I don't mind that one. Uh, but she'll only watch the one episode. So she has to she has to bring us the iPad. I want to watch it again. It's like well we've only watched it twelve times today. But all right, we'll do it again. Here's thirteenth.
0: <laughs> Posies. She's got this uh, Amazon Fire. Baby tablet that my parents oh, bought for her. Yeah. Okay. And it'll play, they've got their own little series of shows on it. And there's one called Dino Dana.
2: Oh. Which is
0: real live action people who the girl is obsessed with dinosaurs. And so she inserts these dinosaurs into her everyday routines. Oh, cool. Actually, it's a bad show. I like, <laughs> Let's get all this out of the way. All these shows are bad. It's yeah. a bad okay. show. Okay. At, in the gamut of children's programming, not that bad. Oh, okay. Oh, not that's that good. bad. You can handle it. Yeah. Well, one of the things that makes me so happy about it, though, is that my daughter has a penchant for pronouncing dinosaurs in a particular way. Oh. Uh, she says the word dinosaur in a way that would make you think it's much. It's just an anatomical region <laughs> of <laughs> most most animals on on the planet. Most of the kingdom and phyla. On this animale? planet, have this particular yeah, animal. Most of them have this particular anatomical feature. Oh, no. I can't say it. This is a family podcast, a but con. she says it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot <laughs> when she's pronouncing dinosaur, <laughs> and that makes me happy.
1: Oh, words mispronunciation in kids is great, and and it's hard and it's so frustrating. I don't know if I told you, but like, so my dad was watching Sadie for a while, and she likes to watch. Did we talk about this? Pinkfong? fong. that's the person
0: who came up with baby shark that's who that's who sings it
1: yeah yeah she likes ping Fong too which is okay but she kept saying it i want to watch uh it's like (laughs) Fing Fong, and my dad kept thinking she was saying king kong and my dad's like i'm not showing this two-year-old king kong like what we got to find something else so he played him uh he played her uh it was the Jungle Book, like the original Jungle Book, and she liked it. Yeah. Like she watched it. She's like, he's like, this is the closest I come up with King Kong. I was like, oh no, she's asking for Pink Fong. He's like, well, I didn't know what that was. So she watched, she watched uh, Jungle Book. So kudos to Dad coming in. That's, that's that pretty, is that's that close. is senior level, like dadship, is yeah. being like, I don't know what you want but I know the next best thing and they like it. Mm-hmm. And it's a home run mm-hmm. like that. I'm not quite to that level of dad. I'm like, well, I can't understand you kid. So you're just going to have to sit there and cry. <laughs> I don't, yep. That's, that's the level of dad I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> what I do like is that your dad assumed you were letting Sadie watch King Kong. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: probably like, yeah, it probably makes sense for your guys' house, but it's not going <laughs> to happen in here. So <laughs> it's my house. It's my rules. All right. Yeah, that's fair. So
0: I I think the original Jungle Book's probably scarier than the actual King <laughs> Kong now. <laughs> like, Shere Khan in that film is pretty messed up. Probably. I, I remember thinking that King Louie's area was pretty scary, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would have been terrified in King Louie's area. I, I'm not a bit... I, I haven't seen it in a lot. while, so i have to go back and put that as your homework,
0: Mo. Homework for next week. Okay, so where am I at? Here I'm at Ted Lasso. The Jungle Book, the Jungle Book, writing up a twenty-page contract for Phil. Yeah. uh, Watching the Suns in the we just got a lot to we we got a lot to work on this week. I'm gonna have to quit my job.
1: Yeah, that's the only sensible thing.
0: You should have done that a long time ago. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Should be a full time podcast. I thought about quitting it today when I was trying to do another Zoom meeting. And my daughter decided to start vomiting all over oh, me. Oh, <laughs> no. I was about ready to quit everything. Oh, no. Is she okay? She she started at 1.30 and vomited till 5 o'clock. And after 5 o'clock when is when mom gets home from work. Sure. And then it stopped, of course. Yeah, of at course. At that point, it was fine. done. Yeah. At that point, it was dad isn't even putting clothes on you anymore because you've already just, ruined like, th- in aggregate six outfits because oh three my gosh. for you, three for me. Yeah, Because yeah. I was right there in the midst of ground zero of the vomit yeah. train. So uh, you're just running around in a diaper at this point, diaper and sandals, which is a really nice look. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Classic. But then when mom gets home feeling fine, I'm going to go outside, grab some sticks, oh, maybe sticks? just get a nice yeah. little collection of sticks, a rock or two, Yeah, bring them back in, eat dinner and go to bed. At
1: a girl sticks and rocks what's i don't understand any problem with that so my question is did you dress to match i did it
0: <laughs> i thought about it towards
1: the towards, towards the, the end, end i was like,
0: about at the point where i was like well you're, we're in this together we're just
1: gonna be in our underbridges and sandals that's just me and you Posey. <laughs>
0: we're riding this train till the wheels fall off or the cops come <laughs>
1: uh, i we were coming home from dinner the other night in buckeye and uh, we were driving home, and we we're like, oh, two miles, mile from our house, and I just hear, Bleh! in the oh, backseat, no. we look back and like, titty. it was like, it wasn't really projectile vomiting, but I, I think she had, uh, drank more milk than she's used to, and it just like everywhere <sighs> in the car. I was like, oh, that's fun. So,
0: like, I know that no vomit is attractive or appealing. But to me the milk vomit is bad it, it's up at the top of the the list of bad vomits it's
1: bad dude and it because its sm- even smells worse like it does milk, It curdles
0: but- in your stomach as soon as it hits the acid yeah now like that milk is is rotten immediately and then it comes back up oh my God oh, yeah it's so bad yeah so we uh, and then she was fine it was just the one and done. Okay, so number one the the top of the list for good vomits. Let's go with this list here. This is a fun thing to do. (laughs) Number one. Number one good vomit is sprite, right? Like the sprite vomit is okay.
1: Okay. All right. I can't think of anything better. Are you
0: you down with me on that? I think that's the best vomit. You're
1: probably right. Yeah. Like something sweet. Like uh also I'll say sweet and carbonated.
0: Carbonated is a must. Okay.
1: It's kind of fizzy coming up, so it's not bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sprite is number one. I I was gonna go like orange juice or some kind of citrus thing, but that kind of burns.
1: Yeah, it, it it's okay for the people that are not vomiting. The orange juice one, if it's you vomiting, the orange juice is no good. It, it, it this is a, this
0: is a good point too. Is we need to clarify who is it? Who is this the good vomit list for? As parents, I think Sprite is number one for. Everybody involved. vomiting and being the vomit. Yeah, I think as, so as a
1: parent, you're 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 just looking at it from the vomit cleaning aspect and okay, you're looking at we care about. Is it not contagious? Right. Like I don't want the stomach bug tomorrow either. So like Sadie's yeah. was a one and done. No stomach bugs. That's a win for me. It was on our car. Mm-hmm. It was in my on my on her car seat and on our uh, seat cover. So like everything's good. So at the end of the day, nice, I can live with that even though it was milk, and which is probably the worst, but we'll get to that in the list. So I think from the dad crisis per- the averted. Dad perspective, it's crisis management, spreadability, smell, and or taste, mm-hmm. and or staining ability. Texture, too. And texture,
0: four. So, so any solid food in there has got to be out. Danger,
1: danger. Real bad. Okay, so Sprite Especially- with no
0: food is the best.
1: Pro- yeah if we could if we could paint the perfect picture of vomit it would be sprite
0: milk with like pasta would be the worst oh, cuz then you got way, acidic yeah. the tomato sauce acidic mixed with the acidic of your existing See, anything, stomach acid
1: uh, yeah i was thinking like like almost like ground beef like like chunky uh. you know <laughs> <laughs> like that texture a vomit with mixed with milk is like oh. you just got to sell your house like if that's the case <laughs> if they if they throw up in your house that this is it somebody else lives here now not me
0: yeah that's yeah, the so right that's like the a, correct maybe like hamburgers and fries and milk
1: milk like it, those is, things coming up <laughs> i think i'm going to make you vomit <laughs> I, yeah is that
0: the worst one i, I think we got i think yeah I mean, I don't want to keep thinking about what would be worse than that. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I think know. that's the worst that's one. That's the
1: one. That ticks all the boxes. The smell. The only thing mm-hmm. that would make it worse is if it was projectile vomiting. <laughs> if you had a milk and fry and burger projectile vomit, kid, that's the end. <laughs> that's it, dude. Because if they just vomit and it's like on them, then it's on them, but if it's projectile and it's
0: everywhere. Phil, this is what your $10, our $10 (laughs) is buying you. (laughs) Are you, are you happy? Argument once with Cole about whether or not, not your Cole, my Cole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. About whether or not LeBron James actually has had a sprite. He would, Cole was adamant that LeBron was, was so well regulated as a superhuman athlete that there's no way he would have actually drank a sprite. I argued that maybe it wasn't a sprite but that LeBron probably ate or drank something outside of what you would consider like the Tom Brady crazy man diet. And I we did some pretty deep dive searches on this. Turns out I was right because LeBron's okay. teammates early on in his career used to talk a lot about how he would eat McDonald's all the time. Oh, okay. Which I found shocking that it went... Yeah. That for the pendulum had swung that far. <laughs> Way to the I was other thinking side. maybe the guy has a sprite once in a while. Like, yeah, he was, ate no, Big Macs like, all the time. Big Mac, yeah. That <laughs> just seems like a Phil Kessel esque thing if to do. That will compare those two athletes.
1: You got to put yeah, like if it, it, like if he won the Stanley Cup, he's eating Big Macs out of the out of the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Like yes, yeah. Uh, I wondered about that about like you know professional athletes like probably during the season their nutrition and diet is probably very heavily regulated right i mean i i gotta think they probably have some choices but for the most part it's pretty rigorous but i mean in the off season like can you just go do whatever you want i mean i know you have to weigh is in it, and stuff like
0: is it just no holds barred in the off season? it's just a uh, collegian kind of all-you-can-eat buffet of whatever delights you can find that's what i
1: was gonna ask like i don't know because i th- i think when you come in for training camp don't you have to like
0: go through a physical who was the guy who would always eddie lacy there's always oh, at the yeah. beginning of every year yeah. they're like is eddie lacy fat at training camp <laughs> eddie lacy comes in overweight at training yeah, camp he's, he was, every year did, yeah. the poor guy yeah
1: i uh i think they do though i think they do have to like they have to weigh in or something. They have they have some sort of regulation, but I mean I'm sure there's got to be at least a little bit of time, and they're really like, do whatever you want, like you know. I, I wreck wouldn't your play system. In the NFL, I don't know. If they
0: play. didn't. Yeah, if they didn't let you at least for two weeks, just do go or, on a cruise ship and make sure that when it comes back, the ship is out of the water two feet higher. That's
1: <laughs> it, right? I I think I think with the LeBron drinking Sprite, I'm gonna say that Sprite paid him enough to be like, we don't give a Flip about your wait. You're going to take a drink of Sprite because we just paid you $10 million to. So.
0: Oh, you think it was a setup that they made him do it like, in public.
1: Like you, you're going to take a drink of Sprite and we're going to film it because we have paid you to do that.
0: I wouldn't put it past him. I
1: wouldn't
0: believe it if I saw that story printed. I mean, that's got
1: to be a part of his contract. Like you will film a commercial and you will drink a Sprite on the commercial like a sip of a Sprite, right? Like you don't have to down the whole two liter, but you know, you're going to, you're going to take a drink of it. Yeah. And it can be during your off season or whatever, but that's non-negotiable. He's probably like,
0: LeBron, it'll make your vomit taste better. Yeah. See, win, win.
1: You got paid and your vomit tastes better. What? I don't understand. I'm not, I don't understand the problem.
0: Don't see any issue. There you go. Uh, There's your
1: homework also for today. Figure out vomit your, some sprite. What? Well, no, we already know vomit that some sprite that we already no. know that vomit t- makes your. Sp- <laughs> I mean, you could do that science project. Vomit too, makes if you your want. sprite <laughs> taste. Yeah. <good. laughs> oh no, the wheels have come off now. No, I, uh, you're find out if LeBron has taken a drink of sprite. Call him
0: just text him yeah text him just shoot him a text have
1: you actually ever drank sprite
0: hey lebron don't take so many dives in the playoffs at least in the first round
1: yeah stop
0: stop flopping
1: please you've already won a couple of championships we haven't so it's Leave devin's us alone.
0: turn the guy deserves is this devin booker's first playoff run
1: yeah i think it is i think is. it is i think it is i think i think it is cuz i think he he like has the most He, ha- he has some sort of record, like most, p- most points without a playoff appearance or like one of the most points without a playoff experience, experience or something.
0: Most points without a playoff appearance. He's like, I think he's NBA. the most under, you know,
1: disrespected players in the league too. That guy's incredible.
0: Top 10 active NBA players who played the most games without making a playoff. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I know there was something there. Devin Booker, number eight. Oh, he's number eight. Okay. Who's number one? We got to ask that. If you okay, if you can name the player who is number one in the NBA for most games played without a playoff appearance, I'll give you ten thousand dollars. I I so it's current players. As a current player,
1: I'm not googling. I'm not going to google it. That's good, because
0: I would have to give you $10,000 for just using Google <laughs> at that point. <laughs> well, see, now, okay. Well, this list isn't even real anyway, because this person isn't in the NBA actively. What is the... Okay, They're not top in the 10 NBA active class. NBA players who have played the most games without making the playoffs. And then your number one guy says, currently plays for the Maccabi Tel Aviv in the Israeli Premier League. Well, Why name your list? What? That's you not named it. it. That's Why did it. you name this list this way? Then the player's name is Omri Caspi. Would you have? Oh, Omri. Do you even know who yeah, that is? Yeah, that guy. Cousin, yeah. Cousin Omri. oh, yeah, Omri. Cousin <laughs> Omri. I, this is a dumb I'm going to write this people, I'm going to write them a letter. I'm boycotting. I'm going to write this person a letter. How do I find this person? No, I don't want to share your article on Twitter. I want to no. find you on Twitter. This person who wrote this is a 24 year old novelist who covers a range of sports and esports. He appreciates PC and mobile gaming, has written three books, and ultimately wishes to eke out a career of story writing.
1: Why are no. you posting
0: sports articles? No.
1: This guy's got to go. You're to, in
0: the wrong place. This guy's
1: got to go to jail. Go to Joe. straight to Joe. Well,
0: Devin Booker is now number one. He's the number one. I don't even know if that's accurate. He's the number one player in the NBA, most games ever played by any human ever born without going to the playoffs.
1: I believe that. I do believe that. I mean, because he's yeah. played, a, he's been around for a while, and he's been an incredible player, and he's had no help. So, no, luckily that that streak will be broken.
0: We've I'm got a remember. playoff team. Let's we have do a it. Playoff team in Arizona. So Let's now. go. I think we is hit it? everything. Did what we hit uh, where, I picked I picked numbers last week. Yeah, okay. we t- we hit. Let's see, we hit sports. We hit vomit. We hit a lot of vomit, Brody. Maybe. What's the number? What's the what's the number? So what's so the we, number? What's a number? What's a number? What's the number? It's a Sesame <laughs> Street thing. Oh, the number I'm gonna of go the day with is 2009. So, no, that has never been a number of the day on Sesame Street. And ten, 2009,
1: 2010. 2010. That was the last time the Suns were in the playoffs.
0: Ooh, so, okay. So you are you using both numbers? Are you going to no, use I, a revolving use, door I, of numbers? I'm, I'm
1: going to use 2010 cuz the season was 2009-2010 so they would have played the playoffs in 2010. So I'm going to go with 2010. Got it. I had a little Kay. minor panic attack when you asked me the number and so I said uh, 2009. <laughs> I've recovered. I've drank some Sprite. I've calmed the nerves. Well we're back, back to 2010. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, son's going to the playoffs for the first time since 2010. Let's do it. And da 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 da, of give me, and da 500, and da bit 500, there, 500, here, da give a thousand, and da bit a thousand, dollar here, da bit a 1500, and da, bit a 15 of 15 now 2000, and da bit 2000 here, bit 2010, and bit of a 10, 10, 10 10, 10, it, 10, 10 now 20 box, doo, 2020, they're going again, and da bit of a 2020, of 2020, sold it. 2010. Sold at 2010. The Suns were going, went to the playoffs and they're coming back this year. We're so excited for them. Go Suns.
0: We're excited to hear from you. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at in Show or you can email us at emils2020 at gmail.com. I'm looking at you, Waffle House. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll see you all next time. <laughs>
1: Bye, guys.
0: <laughs>